was one of those shows that actually I loved so much that I would tape the episodes on a cassette tape and I would play those cassette tapes when I went to bed at night and just visualize what the scene was happening. And I'd help, it helped me fall asleep. Let's peek inside the mind of a boomer. This is Boomer Randomness, a podcast dedicated to the baby boom generation with random observations about boomer life from boomers, including topics like music, movies, memories, marriage and divorce, retirement, bucket lists, kids and grandkids, travel, medical crap that old people talk about, and a whole lot more. Here is your boomer host, Bernie Lucas. So let's spin the randomness wheel like an old game show and pick a year from the boomer era. 1959. Let's take a look at 1959. Gasoline was 25 cents a gallon. Average new car cost $2,200. The top songs included Smoke Gets In Your Eyes by The Platters and A Big Hunk of Love by Elvis. Top movies that year, Anti-Mame, Some Like It Hot, Rio Bravo. Some things that happened in 1959. Alaska and Hawaii became the 49th and 50th states. The Barbie doll was introduced. Fidel Castro took over Cuba. Singers Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper died in a plane crash in Iowa. Playboy magazine debuted with Marilyn Monroe on the cover. And no, I I have not looked at the centerfold. The names of the first seven U.S. astronauts were announced. But the biggest event in 1959 was the birth of my guest in this episode, my friend and future brother-in-law, Tim Walker. How you doing, Tim? I'm good, Bernie. Thanks for having me. So we're going to talk about TV, because you can't really talk about the baby boom era without talking about television. Uh, Tim, I think you might know more about TV shows than anyone else I know. We did a little off-the-cuff reminiscing recently, and that's kind of what inspired us doing this today. Right. Just a little background on television. TV experimentation began more than 100 years ago. It was ramping up around the same time as radio in the 1920s. The first practical TV sets were demonstrated at the 1939 World's Fair. The first licensed commercial TV stations launched in 1941, but TV development stopped during World War II. Television set production resumed in a big way in 1946, the same year that the baby boom generation started. So I guess that means TV is a boomer. And like I said, we can, you, know, you can't really talk about the boomer era without talking about TV. So, Tim, I want to start with a little a little game show here, a little quiz. Okay. All right. Um, I'll say a memorable word or phrase from three TV shows, and you tell me the name of the show. Dynamite. Good times. Yes. This tape will self-destruct in 30 seconds. Get smart? Nope. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Okay. But missed it by that much. Ooh. That might be just, you might have been very young when that was out. Yeah, I'm stumped on that one. That one's Get Smart. Oh, okay. So you get the the right idea. What are are some other famous, I I made a list here, but that is one of the things that, you know, there's some shows where, you know, you say a word or a phrase and instantly the show pops up. What are are some that you can can think of? Uh, Little Buddy. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you got me stumped. Which one is, I know the. Yep. Gilligan's Island. Oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bookum Dano. Oh, Bookum Dano. 
So you're getting into the the, uh, the crime shows that I didn't watch back in those days. Yeah, that one's uh, Hawaii Five-0, the original, not yeah. the, the yeah. older one. Well, and I watched the I watched the newer one when it came out. Yeah, yeah. I watched mm-hmm. that one a little bit. Well, this would be a little bit newer. Live Long and Prosper. Live Long and Prosper. Bernie, you stumped me. Oh, man. Uh, Star Trek. That was a line that um, Spock said all the time. Well, I know you know this one because we talked about this one. Vitamita Vegemin. I love Lucy. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes, in fact. Yeah, yeah. What else was in? That was the one where she's trying to do a commercial or something. Right. She's trying to do a commercial and she's drinking with the uh, thing that they have her advertising for. And she's drinking too much of it and getting drunk off of it. <laughs> and trying to say the name of it. Yeah, yeah over and over yeah. again. Do you remember the one with the um, the conveyor belt with candy? Oh, yeah. Another favorite of mine where she and Ethel were actually putting uh, candy in wrappers to, to get a job. And it was going so fast, they had to put it in their hat and their clothes and their mouths. Right. Yeah, because yeah. what was it? The supervisor kept saying, you know, that, that they have to do this or they'd lose their job, something like that. Right, right. And then as she would see how successful they are, not knowing that they're putting it in their mouth or their hat, she'd go, roll it, you know, and just Make put more faster. and more on the conveyor belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Did you watch I Love Lucy a lot? Or or did you watch it I Love Lucy. originally or, or, or later years? When no, later years because it came out um, before I was born, I believe, or right after. Not oh, positive. yeah, that's right. That's but, right, yeah. So it was all black and white. It was one of those shows that actually I loved so much that I would tape the episodes on a cassette tape and I would play those cassette tapes when I went to bed at night and just visualize what the scene was happening. And I'd help, it helped me fall asleep. Wow, wow. A little technology trivia is that at the time, shows like that were what, what was, I think it was called just one camera. And it was, the set was like a, you know, a stage play and there was one camera that followed it around but the, right. the um, Desi Arnaz had this set up with three cameras, so you'd have different angles, which eventually became the norm for all live at, live um, comedies or, or situation right. comedies or any of that kind of stuff. And they had the canned audience noise in the background. It right. wasn't a real audience. It was canned, they called it. I've been binge-watching Everyone Loves Raymond. and Just watched it last night. Yeah. And... Uh, mm-hmm. And and it's that that's one that has has the real audience. And every now and then you can kind of see them almost breaking up. I would like to see like yeah. the, the yeah. raw the raw takes, you know. Well, the episode I watched last night was so funny because it was about the cable going out, and they didn't know what to do, <laughs> oh, yeah. and they had to succumb to playing a board game. I thought, oh, how perfect! <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I did not watch that show when it was first out. And, oh, and watched every case. episode of that one. Yeah. yeah. Because I tended to watch more of the, I guess the the crime tr- shows or the dramas or that kind of stuff, and uh, and I'm being reintroduced, you know, thanks to your sister, you know, re- reintroduced to the uh, um, to the situation comedy. So you know, we're in the right, middle of, right. You know, rewatching all of Everyone Loves Raymond. You know, as a child, my parents wouldn't let me watch the crime shows. Basically, I did sneak in some Twilight Zone or Alfred Hitchcock from yeah. time to time, but. It was mostly the comedies. Yeah. And I never liked Lassie, one of the few people. Just never liked it. Yeah, and the boy's name was Timmy. Did, did they call you Timmy when you were a kid or Tim? They did. They yeah. did. I finally put the hammer down and said, no more Timmy. It's got to be Tim. <laughs> we might know this one. Good night, John Boy. Oh, the Waltons. One of my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. The Brady Bunch. Yes. 
What are some of the first TV shows you remember as a kid? Well, the, we mentioned I Love Lucy. Yeah. Gilligan's Island was one of my favorites. And I used to play a, 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 a game with myself, <laughs> pretending I was, I was stuck on an island and I was Gilligan and trying, trying to get off the island. Um, Bewitched, Dark Shadows, love Dark Shadows. Wow. Um, of course, they tried to remake Dark Shadows years later. It was very unsuccessful. Yeah. Um, the Beverly Hillbillies, Green Acres types of shows. Uh, you mentioned Brady Bunch, um, Annie Griffith's show and Mayberry RFD, two of my also favorite, which I still watch the reruns today when I need to see something. Um, Adam's Family, you know, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. And you notice I didn't mention any crying. You know, of course, Dark Shadows is pretty dark. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but most of them were comedies that I remember. And those are classic to this yeah. day. I've never seen Dark Shadows. I think that's another one I've got to go back and, and uh, Oh, it's and so great. It. Barnabas Collins, and he's a vampire, and you want to love Barnabas, but he's a vampire. He's killing people off, you know. <laughs> yeah, I could see having known your 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 mother. I could see where that she wouldn't want yeah. to be watching that. Probably even even in later years. <laughs> right, right. Oh, and I, I had made a list here, and now I can't find it of the of the shows that started in your in your birth year. But I I, I remember Twilight Zone was one of them that started in nineteen fifty nine. Have you seen a lot of that one, or do you remember any specific episodes of, of that one? Uh, I can't remember specific episodes. Um, they also did a remake of Twilight Zone years later, and I watched that continuously, along with Outer Limits. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. so I did like that stuff. And you mentioned Star Trek earlier. I was never like a Trekkie, per se, yeah. but I did watch some of the older episodes of Star Trek back then. Yeah, yeah, I did too, and I... And I I've probably seen all of them at some point or another. And then the movies that they eventually made. Um, right. And Next Generation with uh, Captain Picard. You know, I watched some of that. But all the ones that have come since then uh, haven't done anything for me. But Right, right. But I don't know that those are really aimed at boomers anyway. I think maybe they're... No, you know. no. And it's, fun. it's interesting how a TV show can be very successful and try to bring it back later later on or do additional series like you just mentioned with Star Trek. Look at Dallas, the TV yeah. show Dallas, uh, you know, that came out and it was a hit, you know. The yeah. big series was Who Shot JR? Everyone was right. tied to their TV. When that series ended and they attempted to bring it back, it just didn't have the same oomph as it did before. Right, right. No, some of those sinister characters. And and Larry Hagman, I mean, he was in, oh God, what was that? I Dream of Genie. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's so incredible to see that he could be that guy and right. you know and JR. It's like right. polar opposite personalities. Right. right. This is the Boomer Randomness Podcast. I'm Bernie Lucas and I'm talking with my friend and future brother-in-law Tim Walker about TV in the Boomer era. We're just thinking about st- style differences between the old shows and the new shows. I mean so, like maybe even some of the ones that, that are remade. Um it's kind of incredible in a way. I, mean, I don't know where I'm going with that necessarily, but just think, thinking about plot lines maybe and right, and right, the, and the special well, effects. You remember the old Roseanne series? Yeah, and of course that was successful in itself—a comedy, controversial things. And then the big controversy that Roseanne Barr did took her off the show, but they recreated it as the Connors. And now the Connors' style is totally different. It's all about current affairs. It gets into politics controversial, you know, things that go on in your lives and such. Um, I thought that was an interesting one. And then also look at All in the Family, 
way back then mm -hmm. and how they were controversial because, you know, Archie would always, you know, bring up things, whether it's race or, or sex. Uh, then that turned into the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons was a spinoff of that show. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I thought was really interesting back then, there was no risqueness whatsoever. I mean, I think I saw Kitty uh, on Gunsmoke kiss Matt Dillon one time. I believe I did. I can't remember. <laughs> Pretty sure I did. But back then, just a kiss on the cheek was risque. And look at Lucy and Ricky. They did have little Ricky. But if you remember seeing their bedroom scenes, they had two different beds. Yeah. They never the same bed, you know, and same with uh, Miro Talamore show or it's, Dick Van Dyke show. I think it was, it was yeah, Dick, Dick Van, Van Dyke, Dyke show. show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a big, big, interesting how things have changed from then to now. Yeah. Yeah. And I look, I am, I'm a little bit of a, a, a tech geek about some of this, but you look at, at shows, well, originally black and white, but you look at the earlier color shows and just the colors and the sharpness versus right. now. And especially now we all watch them on these big, big screen TVs too. I'm thinking even, even shows like, like love boat. So what was that? The seventies, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and you look at the, at the color in, in that. And, right. uh, and, and then, you know, just, oh, and you mentioned outer limits. Was that the one that had that, that kind of a spinning spiral on the, right. You know, right. And yeah. it's basically, you can almost tell that it's a wheel with, you know, that painted on and it's right. spit. It's almost like somebody holding an umbrella and spinning it. Right. Something else from the boomer era that I don't think they really have now would be variety shows. Mm -hmm. You know, right. Ed, Ed Sullivan being probably the most noteworthy, but so many others at the time. And my parents would watch Ed Sullivan. Um, I, in my later years, would watch what they were watching. And I remember watching Hee Haw. You know, <laughs> that was one of my, that was ones we watched every week. Uh -huh. uh, Rowan and Martin's Laughing, which oh, we yeah. got a big kick out of. Yeah. Um, I was big on the Johnny Johnny Carson, Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. And, and to this day, I actually love his demeanor so much and how funny his guests were with him. I actually now watch them on YouTube and TikTok at times. Um, and then Carol Burnett was another one that I loved because I loved Tim Conway with her. Uh -huh. They were just a great match. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was it the Carol Burnett 90th birthday special? Just had, yeah. 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 I guess for me, the most memorable skit in there was the one with the dentist. Tim. Oh, Tim Conway and um, uh, what was it Har Harvey Harvey Corman? Harvey Corman? Yeah. And, yeah, and he's the patient, and Tim Conway's the dentist, and you know, yes. and it's like he I sticks remember. himself with the Novocaine and just and, yes, and, and Harvey Corman just is laughing so hard he just can't stop, and Tim Conway is still dead, deadpan doing all of the, right. the antics that he does. And it's so funny how you see. I just saw that one a few weeks ago on TikTok. Yeah, someone someone remaking shows. The best, yeah, yeah, and and yeah, I do the same thing about Johnny Carson. I go back and or or I'll be just flipping through just Facebook, and you know somebody who, something will pop up about that on one of the TV Facebook right. pages or whatever, and I'll go to YouTube and watch a whole bunch of them, and it just he was he was interesting on his own, and, mm -hmm. and then like you said, the interaction with the guests, and if the guests could make him laugh or break up, it's like that was some of the best stuff. Johnny Cash had a had a variety show at one time. That's right. Um, That's right. Dean Martin, Sonny and Cher. Right. Um, Sonny and Cher. Yeah. I was a big Sonny and Cher fan in my latter years. Yeah, I liked music later um, than the early early years. Yeah. A lot of TV 
shows had theme songs. That's a big difference for me anyway, uh, the older versus now. I mean, there are some shows like we were talking about the, the um, A Million Little Things, that show that yes. was on ABC mm-hmm. until I think last year. And and I'm, I never watched it in real time and I'm now binge watching all of it. But there, that setup, it's, you know, there's something at the beginning, there's a, kind of a flashback to what the previous episode and then something going on. And then the visual graphic and the, and some guitar strumming that goes about 15 seconds. If that, that's the whole theme, but you go back to some older TV shows that had full blown songs as their themes. And some ended up being hit songs. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip. So yeah, Gilligan's Island, and it tells the whole story. And another piece of trivia I did not realize at the time is that they didn't have all of the characters in the song the first right. season. And they, the professor and the professor and Marianne, I believe, were not in the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah, correct? yeah. And so they added them. Right. I, and I think it was Bob Denver that insisted on that. He said that they should all be in there. The professor and Marianne here on Gilligan's you never really think about him as being a guy with a, at least I don't, a, a, having a lot of influence and thoughtful just because of all the characters that he played. Right, he had right, a lot of influence right. on on things in that show. Who else did he play? He played Dobie Gillis, I believe. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's an, yeah, an even right. older one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a show that did so well in the original, and then when they brought the uh, Harlem Globetrotters to it, I believe, I, I believe they were trying to save them or something like that. Uh-huh. That was a flop. That was a flop. You know. Yeah. It, they were. They actually were rescued by the Harlem Globetrotters, but they went out on the celebratory cruise and crash again. Same island. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't bring the show back. Right. Right. Other theme songs, the monkeys. Oh uh, yeah. Hey, Hey, we're, we're the, the monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> uh, Flintstones, Adam's family. Right. And, and some of those having, having lyrics and songs like the golden girls theme. That's you know, right. Thank you for being right. a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. Newer shows, Miami Vice, that instrumental theme song for Miami Vice became mm-hmm. a full-blown hit. What else? What are some others that had? Happy Days. Oh, yeah. Remember Happy Days? That's yeah. right. That's right. That's That still played a lot on seventy on the 70s channel in Sirius XM. Oh, yeah, Here. yeah. And WKRP in Cincinnati. Right. I should remember that one being a radio guy, but right. yeah. I love that song. I didn't like the show for some reason. <laughs> I did like, was it Laurie Anderson? I liked her as a character, but I wasn't nuts about the show per se. Yeah. But the song, I love the song. About All in a Family, Those Were the Days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely more than that, those 15 second things. So let's wrap up part one of this conversation with a few more TV show themes you probably will recognize. <laughs> Bonanza. Dallas and MASH. Here's what's coming up on Boomer Randomness. TV commercials and jingles from the past television then and now, and some other stuff. Learn more about Boomer Life at BoomerRandomness.com. Check us out on the Boomer Randomness Facebook and on Twitter at BoomerRandom1. Okay, Boomer, thanks for listening. 
Tell everyone you know about Boomer Randomness. 